So how you guys? Welcome back to Encourage Your Talks. Um, today we have a dope podcast for you as we do every day. So this podcast is actually going to be a part two um, from my last podcast, which aired on August the 6th um, of this year. So we discussed in some of those topics um, the issues in social media and sex trafficking. So what we're going to do is get into part two of um, that initial episode. And we also got some key gems. So make sure you uh, listen (laughs) um, all the way to the end. We have some lessons um, on becoming a good wife. Um, You know, so yeah, I definitely think you guys should tune in into this whole episode. So definitely get you some snacks. Most definitely come back. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this is definitely the dopest podcast out there. Like, really. (laughs) Y'all come on back. Okay, so you guys, we are back. I hope you got your snacks. Um, I hope you got the kids out of the room. Matter of fact, you know what? This is a family-friendly episode. So, if you have, like, um, middle-aged teenagers... You know, going to their adolescent stage, um, they've picked up a phone and, you know what I'm saying, you see them on um, social media apps. So, yeah, you might want to just reiterate these things or just review them, you know, with your kids. Because definitely, you know, um, adults, we, we tend to kind of pick up on the signs. But as for our kids, you know, they think tend to think that social media is just like finding friends in your classroom. You know what I'm saying? So we want to let them know that then, you know, the world can become your classroom. And still, you know, you still got some people in the classroom that, you know, can become annoying. (laughs) You know, it's just some that you don't mesh well with. And you can also have bullies in that classroom. So you want to tend to look at social media that way. You know, uh, some of the people are... Some of the topics uh, that don't fit you, you know, that's not your area. You don't need to interact with that. So we just want to bring in some key points on just staying safe uh, while you're on social media. And then we're going to have to um, go into bridging the gap into what it is like to have a safety net, you know, while you're on social media and what, you know, gems that you can pick up on that can lead to a more productive life. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we just going to bridge that gap. But first, we're just going to pick up where we left off on um, last month's episode in which we discussed some of the social media pitfalls. So we know that some of the forums out there typically causes for engagements. Um, Some of the sites such as YouTube, you know, you get picked up or you get monetized by your interactions. Well, we also know that YouTube doesn't have a DM, which is pretty safe, but the comments can get pretty hectic. You know what I'm saying? So that's, you know, that um, pitfall there. And we also know that um, apps such as Facebook, you know, some of our older giants out there have direct messaging. So direct messaging can become pretty, you know, stimulating and it can become pretty um, addicting. So um, in regards to how we respond, so we just want to make sure that we got a definitely um, a purpose goal, you know what I'm saying? Or just like a business mindset 
when you're operating social media because you can end up making a business for yourself depending on how you interact with it so these are just some of some tips to avoid um you know not being completely safe while you're on social media so one of the points that i have here is not directly responding to dms um <laughs> social media is not like it was back in the day you know you had a lot of uh dating apps you had christianmingle.com you know you had a lot of relationships that were being started on facebook and instagram you know they were responsible for a lot of your social your typical social media uh relationships now you have apps such as tiktok that is fairly new but you have a lot of relationship gurus that partner up and they discuss their relationships online so which can in turn turn to seminary you know things lessons to learn what to do what not to do and we also know behind the scenes a lot of those couples have a business relationship but they don't really mesh well or tend to work well while they're offline so we're going to pick up on that um a lot of that has gone on within the last couple of years our favorite couples that we see that start out on social media they're not really together no more they're not um because people when they tend to come together they look at the fame they look at the likes they look at uh the people want to see them together but at the end of the day you got to you know um think about do we fit you know are we spiritually tied are we like soulmates are we like twin flames you know what purpose are we going to bring to humanity by being together did god put us together so these are some of the things that you want to rely on if you're single and you're on social media i would advise not to get on social media looking for love so yeah so yes um my next tip is typically similar to the first one um be careful about responding to direct messaging um unless you have turned your profile into more of a business profile and where instagram has set up now it's becoming more safe um for entrepreneurs you know if you have a business um brand um they have now where you don't directly have to talk to that person but they have online shops so you can set up your shop with shopify so that you directly don't have to respond to clientele you know what i'm saying because it can get annoying people can badger you you'll be up in the wee hours of the morning like i've been there uh 3 a.m 4 a.m you know people your clients haven't received their product so you definitely want to learn how to turn that mindset off if you plan on having a family one day because while you're on social media you can tend to it's just like everyday life um if you look at it in an aspect um you can develop like a loving relationship or a partnership um with your interactions but you just want to make sure you know the purpose with it don't initially as a woman of god you don't initially want to get on social media looking for anything you don't want to look what i mean by anything is um relationships i mean healthy relationships as far as business mindset so you won't have your criteria down back but don't get on there looking for a mate a spouse things that are meant to be usually typically tends to happen without our intervention if we look at how god works we know that god brings together people for a reason in the season and we know in the word of god that a woman does not seek a man we know that a man seeks a woman so you get on there and mind your business <laughs> and whatever is meant to be will be god will bring someone to you 
but you have to be with the mindset like you know you have to kind of differentiate their customer and you want to keep it at that level for your safety you know what i'm saying so just be mindful of that so if you're responding to dms make sure that they're really about your business and now they have it to where it's automated you you can have it set up on um facebook and instagram to where you have an automated uh technology that will respond so you don't have to and you can just set that up so that's a little gem a little nugget for you um be mindful of staying free from predators you do have stalkers on social media and that's what we're talking about you want to be mindful of you know you're attractive there are attractive men out there um a lot of people may not have a particular goal or mindset you know when they come to social media they see a nice looking woman a nice looking man and wow i like your photos or wow i like your pictures and they think that just because they see you flowing down a timeline every other day and that gives them the free will to just jump in your inbox and say hello so you want to be mindful of the aggressive um dming and the harassment dming you don't have to respond to people especially if you don't know them know them you know what i'm saying um but you can get to know somebody in them comments now you can respond and engage i do recommend that because it's the public the public sees that the police sees it but your dms are private so you do you can if that person is supporting you and you know uh purchasing your products or things of that nature to get your attention we can we can kind of tell the difference okay um speaking of stalkers we know that some people that are out there does not have your best interest at heart some people may see that you're just rising you're a rising star you're coming up you're gaining a uh, platform notoriety uh you have people that are interacting with you your your platform is booming it's growing your business is growing so yeah they like the attention they see that and they may just want to leech partner with that oh i could what can this person do for me like i could get some of her followers and you know boost my business up so those are your entrepreneurial stalkers they don't have their own thing going on they just want to work off your thing so we must be aware of peace robbers that's what i like to call them stalkers is a very harsh word but just your peace robbers you know you want to be aware of those so yeah moving on okay so while we're in that gap or in that bag let's be mindful to not obtain the mentality of the flown out mentality um you know when you get you know notoriety for your brand uh people your name is booming it's popping you got like i said the aggressive stalkers you got the aggressive commenters you got the aggressive dmers and oh you know what i'm saying they say okay well let me just offer her this deal offer her that you want it for your business sake avoid somebody paying you to come out because you got to look at the virtual the virtual world as in the street world like the real life if somebody say okay yeah you look nice you go into the store minding your business you wouldn't necessarily want to get picked up in a grocery store with somebody paying you to come to their house right you got to look at <laughs> people are not looking at virtual reality as in that this is somebody that you don't know you're picking up some onions and bell peppers and mangoes you you in that bag and somebody just comes up and say you know i would like to pay you a hundred dollars for your gas and travel to come over to my home i'm not talking about somebody that you didn't see like you know you got your frequent shoppers or your frequent people that you didn't see you know he's not a stranger stranger like stranger danger but just somebody that you have never seen a day before in your life and you know people like that tend to do that all the time and a lot of kidnappings and a lot of 
uh, stalker behavior does, rapes also occur in grocery store parking lots. <laughs> and we can be naive at times, like, oh, he's cute, he's handsome. He should just, you know, give you your, uh, his business card, but he definitely should not be trying to lure you into his home, okay? So be mindful of that. Uh, flown out mentality when you're dealing with that virtually, that's the same thing. So you know you wouldn't pick up to everybody that holler your name out of the traffic like, no, hey, you look nice, blah, 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 blah. So why would you do, turn your DMs into a traffic stop? Hmm? Okay, so next bullet. We got, um, you know, if you tend to uh, meet, and things happen, if you tend to meet someone and you kind of been on a comfortable date or a mutual friend introduce you guys and maybe a blind date, you know, make sure you start off by sharing your mutual interests, okay? So you can know like, nah, this person is not really into me. I'm not really into them. But let's see, can we pop on social media? You know you wouldn't do that in school. I don't really like him, but, you know, uh, he's popular. He can bring, you know, I've, a lot of y'all, y'all watch Lifetime. You've seen how those stories play out. Well, the girl, she's not too popular. She got the popular football player, you know, the cheerleader or whatever. And those people um, kind of like prank her, you know what I'm saying, into a relationship. So you want to be mindful of that type of mentality when you feel like you like a humble body and you don't really, you, you might be a little geek, you know, a little geeky at times, you know, and, you know, this suave, attractive guy, you know, wants to bring you around his friends. You're like, oh, mama, I made it. I'm finally popular. And you're not paying attention to the signs that, baby, slow down. Your mama may be warning you. Uh, warning you so you want to typically pay attention to that in real life and if things like that occur to where it starts off virtual you want to make sure that you have a friend a trusted personnel or somebody that you're sharing that interaction with so when you're dealing with that person it's apparent that somebody else knows it you know it won't be like this secret thing you know what i'm saying so when they offer you advice you can be like okay yeah, you've been following this or this. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you have a support group when you're dating. I don't. I ain't talking about sharing every dirty, downright detail of your interaction, but just make sure that it's safe and somebody knows about it, okay? Next one, if you're a teen, you know what I'm saying, if you're online, because we are speaking about like high school versus street and virtual um, reality and differentiating uh, those uh, facts, um, make sure that, if you're under the age of 15, make sure your parent kind of knows if somebody is interacting with you. You've never seen them before. It, it, you, it looks like a child profile, but you can just tell by the aggression is an adult. I mean, just be mindful of anybody you're talking to, whether it's Susie that you knew for three years. Make sure your mom kind of has access to your DMs. She has your password. You know what I'm saying? Just a safety net, okay? So that's about it that we have to wrap up. Um, part two of that segment and so we're going to kind of bridge the gap and kind of roll over into um instances where okay you followed all the signs um but now you want to develop a friendship so let's talk about how to develop a healthy friendship uh from a potential um online partner <laughs> so okay hope you guys enjoyed those topics um, and now we're just going to transition into some more uh, festive and fruitful um, gems to um, kind of expand um, your dating life. Just safety 
tips if you're planning on dating or you just manifesting a relationship you know what i'm saying you're not really looking for one you focus on your business and you just need a couple of like pre-dating tips on how to uh kind of develop a healthy relationship so that's what we're focus on today um after you know what i'm saying if even if some of those topics you did go through it just led to trauma we focusing on the healing part so can there be life after a storm i do believe yes i do believe it because people are not talking about toxic relationships how they start and basically um basically um from the last podcast we know that a lot of those tips and stalking and all that that's toxic behavior people are not getting like spankings for toxic behavior in their adulthoods you know you discipline your toddlers and your um adolescent children but you're not really disciplining adults they don't get disciplined for their toxic behavior <laughs> like we don't know when to end a relationship how to let go why we're letting go the other person may you know not understand why you feel like things are not working out people are not getting pre-relationship counseling they're thinking that uh talking to a counselor the key word when you say counselor they think you mean therapist so i'm crazy crazy is not toxic crazy there's different levels to crazy when you're in a relationship you may have anger issues you may have not have uh trust issues you may have not dealt with healthy ways to uh, process your anger so it's just breaking the cycle initially and if you are a cycle breaker then you know that that message wasn't for you but uh, other people are not where you're at um, some people are less fortunate they did not have these sit downs a lot of people did not develop anger management uh, we just life transitioned us from college to high school I mean from middle school to high school to college now we're parents uh with a partner and we don't know what we're doing we still babies ourselves we still calling our mama to pay our how we pay our bills like where the light company <laughs> you know where the electricity uh place at you know what I'm saying but at the end of the day nobody is getting therapy nobody is getting counseling people when you start in relationships it's definitely okay to get guidance um we can't be scared of counseling anymore you everybody we need proper mannerisms and behavior when you're developing a healthy friendship bullying starts off in the classroom when you're about in middle school fifth grade grade school and your teacher coaching you you know sit next to this person teach you how to work together but when you're adults we we, we just get abandoned we feel like no one is teaching us those things because they feel like that should be understood um so do you need guidance in your adulthood yes it's definitely okay because sometimes we don't find out that we're in trauma and how to avoid those behaviors till we have been in trauma then we send in therapy talking about what is ptsd what is uh domestic violence what are these things i definitely think we need to be aware of those of uh, these things by the time we're 15. So that we can have prolonged relationships we're not getting divorced at 21 22 uh you know what i'm saying married and single by 33 we're alone you know life just begins in your 30s you're just now being independent of your parents you're just now coming off their insurance policies so how do we transition let's talk about it we first start off with seminaries attend some counseling classes like group activities like parenting classes uh relationship classes before you become a parent you definitely want to make sure you're uh, a good person in a relationship <laughs> like make sure that you're not the problem you know a lot of times we always blame our partner but the partner may be our help me and we might not have dealt with things that have triggered us so let's talk about it 
That's what we're here for. Let's talk about it. So these are some tips that if you're thinking about becoming more than someone that's just in a relationship, but you're th thinking about becoming a wife one day, that should definitely be the goal. So yeah, let's get into it. All right, you guys. So I don't want you to think that <laughs> the knowledge that I'm dropping off is something that I accumulated. I do a lot of studying. I do a lot of researching, as you guys know. Henceforth, here's the podcast. So a lot of these tips I got from a book <laughs> that I read when um, I was thinking about becoming more involved. Um, I had conquered my entrepreneurship uh, conquest, <laughs> if you will. And I definitely felt like there was something missing in my life. I definitely wanted to connect with somebody other than um, like family. I cut all the snakes out of my life and I wanted to be better, you know, for my kids. So I started reading up on things to do as a woman. Like I made marriage a desire in my heart. I felt like um, the Lord was calling me to that area of life. From all the knowledge and uh, tools that I had, I felt God wanted me to bless somebody with that. And and in turn, um, God blessed me. So we just don't be the blessing. Sometimes people bless us and we elevate together. So I definitely wanted to be more than um, just friends um, going in with a connection. I wanted to be long term. And that's the decision that we got to make. You got to know if you're dating people and you just want to stay single and have fun or you want it to be permanent. Permanent marriage, people don't look at it. It is a business. So this part of the segment, this is not for the single. I love you guys. There's no discrimination. There's no offense. But this is for people that definitely want to pursue something permanent, uh, long term. I'm talking about longer than three years of just saying, oh, we clubbing together. I'm period. Like <laughs> we want to develop something stronger that we can pass down to our kids. So when our kids um, look at us, if you plan on having kids and say, dang, mom and daddy really love each other. Not when we got kids and they in therapy talking about, um, all I saw was a lot of fussing and fighting. Like we don't want our kids to be depressed when it's time for them to have kids. So we definitely want to think about those things. I mean, it's like out of, it's like far-fetched, but it's still thinking about your future. So the thoughts and the things that you read, people don't understand the power of manifesting is reading. It's reading and writing and willing things. And we know that the creator is in charge of the universe. So he's not going to put nothing in us that he doesn't see for us. So once our will align with his desires for us, then this is not us being alone. This is not your manifestation. This is God's purpose for you. So we definitely have to elevate as a people and as a culture and just kill this toxic culture thing. And let's spread more love. So love is permanent. So let's talk about some of the permanent duties when you're transitioning from being the girlfriend, the single girlfriend, to the quote-unquote housewife or the quote-unquote business wife. And if you're going to go into a marriage and have your own business, you got to be prepared for that. Are you going to be ready to start a family? Can you be able to uh, get out of an appointment um, to go and pick your child up from school? These are the things that we got to think about. So let's talk about manifesting. So when you're manifesting, it gives you thoughts. And that's why we research it's like, oh, it's scary to kind of look at the future and this and that and third, but you'll be prepared. And that's what God and see. So read up on the books that you're trying to, I mean, on the things that you're trying to pursue. Some people like to read up on business. 
but a lot of people don't read up on relationships. And that's what I did. So let's talk about some points here. Um, this is lessons on how to become a fruitful wife, meaning that's the title of the book. So here's a couple of tips. I hope you enjoy them. And these tips was carries on out um, when this podcast segment in. First tip I have is to know that as a wife, so you got to think of yourself already as a wife, <laughs> um, the husband is always right. I know it's kind of like cliche, like no, wait a minute. You got to let the independent woman mindset go. She got to go somewhere far. She's healed now. So we working on this. The husband is always right. So these tips are going to um, have the husband is in power, but the wife is going to be initially running the household. So, yes, we must know that he's right. Um, the husband, like we just said, is the master of the family. Um, just jot these tips down. I'm going to speed through them real quick. The wife must ask permission from the husband before going to bed. Think about that for a minute. Um, as well as before turning her face away from him on the bed. So the husband is still the master and have full control of the operations, um, even in the bed. So if you've been in a single relationship or you were dating somebody and you weren't married and a lot of problems started and you went to bed angry, that's why. You toxic. You toxic, sis. You're a little bit toxic. Um, Because, you know, even me, when I read this, I was like, Psh, close that book. That's that. <laughs> okay, so, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, just have an open mind, okay? Just have an open mind. Okay, so it says, um, and I quote, if there's a quarrel, um, within the house with the husband and a visitor comes the wife must act like nothing happened I mean can I sit down with um, whether it's a family member or a stranger and talk about the issues in your marriage if you choose to have a peaceful marriage because the Holy Spirit is the teacher um, in your marriage okay it's the teacher so God you should be you know wise enough and rely on your own wisdom now um not your own wisdom, but God's wisdom for you. So you should be wise enough to know um, the Lord's voice in your life. And when things is, you know, going wrong, you should be able to come together as two healed people um, without the yelling. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you can handle disputes on your own without an overseer. So either way, whether it's a judge, it's going to be your counselor <laughs> or whether you guys are going to come together and let the Holy Spirit does that. Um, it says here, just some good points. I'm just reading off. A good wife must go to bed in her nightdress um, with no panties, bra, except during your monthly float, which your husband must know about. So these are some of the inside, I guess, best well-kept secrets um, for marriages. Um, a woman must never refuse her husband's romance except on the grounds of health and prayers. Listen to it. Even in such cases, she must politely explain that to him. Um, when the uh, husband is shouting, the wife keeps quiet. And that is the time to for her to apologize, even if she did nothing wrong. But that's how you quickly defuse the situation. So we must all, you know, get a little wisdom and kind of humble ourselves to know that we're not perfect. Um, the wife should um, always ask the husband permission um before she uh visits anyone whether it's her mother 
his family members, she must consult with the husband for protection. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not really like you're being controlled. It's just based off he knows where you're at. Um, because you guys are wanting and we must know that. So we must not just stay in the single mind frame like it's me, I, I, I. When you're married, you guys are a team, okay? A wife should excuse um, the husband to the children if he comes home late. Um, so this is like a little guy. If you're in, if you're in a relationship right now and I just got excited, uh, need some free therapy, Jim's right. Okay. <laughs> so a wife um, must wait for her husband um, on ideas that she has. She must not selfishly uh, do something and not make the husband aware of it. Um, he should also know what's going on. The wife must, this is the last tip, and I'm going to stop right here because we're running in. We're running out of time. I might give you guys two more, but the wife must never, this is a, this is an important fact, you guys, because to y'all snoopers out there, um, they say if you go looking for something, trust me, you're going to find it. So if you're not prepared to deal with whatever you're looking for, don't go look for it. But a wife must never sit in her husband's office, and a husband must never sit in his wife's office. And the last tip, special gym, it's number 15. The best way to settle a misunderstanding is in the bedroom. And that's that on that. So if you guys enjoyed this podcast, don't forget, there's more, you guys. I have maybe about um, three, four hours of podcasting on here. So be sure to click on some of the other podcast um, episodes that I have. You guys can also... Um, if you just can't get enough of this podcast, uh, you can find me on Facebook. Um, I'm now sponsored on Facebook Reels. You can also find me on YouTube to see like the day in the life of me and my transition. Because uh, I'm real. I'm being real with you guys. You can also catch me on TikTok for um, hacks and home cleaning ideas, things to do around the house, decorum. Um, and yeah, if you like nails, I'm also... Um, on Instagram as a nail tech. So you guys, be sure to follow Encourage Your Kim on any platform that you choose to. And thanks again for watching. And as in always, be safe and stop being toxic.